Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Cover 3U, the college football degenerates. I'm here with the uh, Fighting Irish fan, Pat. How are we doing today, Pat? Good. And the uh, Wolverine, Phil. How are we doing, Phil? Glad to be here. And then uh, I'm the big hokey of the group, Jameson. Uh, week one's in the books. Do we do anything uh, fun for uh, week one of college football, guys? Doing this, you know. I mean, it was kind of the beginning of, what, week zero when we did this, and you know, we what time was it? We we finished this podcast, and I think the Hawaii-Arizona game was already done. So, uh, yeah, you can think about uh, how many pops we ended up going through that night. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of a highlight. Yeah, I, I personally enjoyed uh, the first week of college football. Probably drank a little too much on Saturday. Uh, I, it started off with some exciting drinking and then some – nerves drinking during the Virginia Tech game and then obviously after five turnovers it turned into uh, you know just drowning my sorrows but anyway it was a great fun weekend regardless Phil did you do anything special just watch a lot of football watch a lot of football that's a fantasy football address all I gotta say is football is back it is back and uh, to summarize last week Phil you were the big winner it looks like you went uh, seven and three amongst the wagers we made with one another uh, you uh, won $15 off me specifically, unfortunately. I kicked your ass. You did whoop my ass. And, Bring it out. Yeah, so if anybody took advice from me last week, I apologize. Uh, and then you made some, five, you know, five bucks. You made one bet off of uh, a pat. Uh, you were the only one to take Clemson against both of us to cover the spread. That stood out. They, Clemson looked sharp, you know, and, and Georgia Tech getting out of that triple option is going to be a struggle. Uh, pat, you went four, five, and then you had a push, four and five. JMU should have covered that game. They probably should have won it out, right? Yeah, the the only push was the JMU-West Virginia game. And, wow, West Virginia has some work to do with that quarterback transition. Uh, right now, you're only setting at negative $5. Uh, me and you are even, but you owe Phil five. And then, of course, me, the big loser of the week, one, four, one and four and one push. I currently owe uh, Mr. Phil, the Michigan Wolverine fan, uh, $15. But I'm going to redeem myself this week. Um, any particular games that stood out to you the most, Phil, between uh, all the big wins you had? Um, any game that t- stood out to you the most last week? Like I said, you're the only one to take Clemson to cover 36, and they did. Pretty- that was pretty big. I was, I was kind of worried about that one for a little while, that late field goal, deep field goal. Um, I think they were just kind of seeing what that kicker had, giving him a, giving a shot out there to deep field goal, and I got lucky he hit it. Screw Dabo. Yeah, well – I think that they were up 34 at that time. The spread was 36. No, they were up 35. The spread was 36, and that puts you over at 38. So Clemson hits that last-minute field goal. That's, that's sometimes how uh, betting goes. Uh, personally, the game that stood out to me the most was that West Virginia JMU game. I thought that was an easy cover for the Mountaineers. I know JMU is a powerhouse in the FCS level. But West Virginia just did not get anything going offensively, and JMU hung in there the whole game. Um, Pat, is there any game that stood out to you the most? Not really. I actually kind of thought it was a blah week, one, to be quite honest with you guys. The, the matchups really weren't there, uh, which is unfortunate, but uh, those matchups are here this week. So uh, uh, college football kicks it into another gear in week two, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and – um, I think we all have a better idea of what these teams are like now. Uh, I watched a ton of football. Uh, Florida State, Boise State stood out to me. That was a, a cover that I lost. I had Florida State covering five and a half, and Boise State won the game. Did you all see that fumble? 
at the uh, towards the end of the Florida State Boise State game. Yeah, where the Florida State guys, all they had to do was fall on the ball, but instead they were all just as saying, "Hey, scoop and score." But oh. well, shit, well they didn't either. <laughs> you got to scoop it before you can score. Right. All those guys trying to get that ball for Florida State looked like me at the time. I, the state I was in at the end of Saturday. With all my drinking, trying to pick up that football. I mean, it was unbelievable. All they had to do was fall on it, and it was an easy touchdown after that. Really, to recap, I mean, I don't know how much time we want to spend on recapping week one here, but how about the SEC, right, where it just means more? Well, they suck. Yeah. I mean, South Carolina. It's too early to call They suck. I think South Carolina and Tennessee, they might have some rough years this year. South Carolina, Tennessee, you got Missouri, went up to Wyoming, got slapped around by the Cowboys. You got Mississippi State, who probably should have lost. I mean, in Florida, they look like garbage. I mean, the rest of them, they just play podunk you. So, I don't know. Yeah, one, um, I I would agree with that. Again, it's only week one. Um, But you're right that nobody really looked Sharp. Uh, the one bet I want to call out against you that I did win, Pat, that I thought was easy and I'm surprised you took was Liberty to cover the 12 and a half against Syracuse. I know it was at Liberty for some reason. Nobody still knows how much. We, hold on. We got to talk about one thing real quick. Sure. Coach, was it Hugh Freeze, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coach from a hospital bet in this game. I've never seen that in my entire life. <laughs> you got to tip your hat. I, yeah, I don't know if that's just weird or I don't know. I, you know, I say give it to one of your assistants for a game. <laughs> if you, cover a little bit, but If you were a head coach, Phil, that would probably be you <laughs> during half the game. Probably, but, you know. I, I think the biggest thing I mean, me in a middle for... school basketball game, bud. <laughs> for, me ta- <laughs> for me taking that game against you, Jameson, was – very much alcohol induced. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I will say this: I, the final was what was it, twenty-eight nothing, thirty-four nothing? I don't that know. Bad, I don't think it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But you know, that was my only uh, win of the week. And you know, Syracuse has a little bit of work to 24 do. Twenty-four nothing. Twenty-four nothing. That was twenty-four nothing on the road. Um, they came out slow. I was a little worried, but to me, that was easy win for me. Uh, UVA impressed me, although that win did not was not as big as it looked. Uh, they added a touchdown late. Uh, I want to talk about one team before we head into next week's game because we got a little bit of time. Michigan State, <clears throat> they looked awful offensively. The, the only scores they got were defensive scores or special team scores. I think they had one offensive touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so Michigan State didn't look that impressive either. But um, yeah, their offense sucks. Yeah, yeah, their defense is going to be good this year, I think. But uh, I think their, their defense offense, is typically always yeah. pretty good. I mean, that's how D'Antonio coaches. But oh, they 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 I think they scored two defensive touchdowns, maybe one and one special. Like take, you know, if if you wanted to go back and watch like the ESPN classics of like nineteen sixties college football, and then you watch an in, uh, Michigan State game today, you really don't see a difference. And then before we head into next week, because we still got a little time. Oh, oh, just one other note. It says here that Michigan State held Tulsa to minus or negative 73 yards rushing. Wow. Set a program record. That's so, crazy. you know, we'll see if that offense shows up. If that offense does end up showing up, they might, you know, they might cause a little bit of trouble. Yeah, but I'm telling you that the only reason they won that game was their defense. It was um, – you should be able to put up more points than that offensively against Tulsa if you're a Big Ten school. So, I don't know. We'll see um, players that stood out before we head into next week game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Wisconsin, you caught it, Phil. Yep. Big day. Yeah, he was huge on my uh, in my route to a f- college fantasy football victory in week one. Um, other players that stood out, what about the Boise State quarterback? 
the yeah. true freshman going on the road. And, and talking about the Florida State game, what did Willie Taggart have to say about all it, like his players being dehydrated and shit like that? You know, you got a team from Idaho coming down. They didn't have issues with cramping, and then Willie Taggart decides to make an excuse, essentially, yeah. that his team was getting dehydrated. That's why well, Florida State wanna, sucks. Yeah, right you might want to get him in shape. <laughs> Coach is making an excuse about being dehydrated. Give him some damn Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. <laughs> play there every day. Shoot, it's 2019. They have all kinds of different forms of hydration these days. Shoot, you can eat gummies now and everything yeah, that's else. Crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. But um, nothing beats a good gusher. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, uh, I think I do. Yeah, I remember the gushers back in the day. Yeah, the gushers were strong. You get stuck in your teeth a little bit. Though. Yeah, they do. All right, so, you know, that pretty much uh, wraps up last week. A disappointing player on my end I want to talk about was um, Nebraska's quarterback, Adrian Martinez. Holy smokes. Man, he was doo-doo. He was awful. I think – I don't know if you have his stats right in front of you, Phil. I don't. Uh, I think I do here. But he was expected to have tons of rushing yards, tons of passing yards, um, he went 13 of 22 in passes. He only had 178 yards passing, and he threw an interception. No touchdowns. And he only ran for six yards. Is this right? That can't be right. Well, you know, they count the sacks as negative. Yeah, I mean, because he had a long run of 10. But nevertheless, I mean, Frost. How about the, all that Nebraska hype starting out? Yeah, Frost year. was the guy. I, I never bought into it personally. Well, can, can we start talking about the week with that game? We could start off the yeah. If you want to, I do have the list of games we want to uh, talk about. So let's um, let's let's head into that Just game. Roll right into that one. Yeah, the Nebraska. Who do they got? They got at Colorado. Um, they go to Buffalo, who had a big win against Colorado State last week in a rivalry game in, in a neutral site at Denver. Uh, they looked impressive offensively. They go at Colorado. The spread for that game is three and a half. Nebraska's favored by three and a half. Give me the Buffaloes. Any takers? I'll take the Buffaloes, too. I'm not betting against that. I'd take the Buffaloes all day there. LaVisca Chenault. Man, that guy's something. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have me. That, that running back for the Buffaloes, too, looked pretty good. I think yeah. he had three teeters the other day. Yeah, he did. Three and a half to cover. I think I may be. Take some double action here. I'm going to stay away from it. Oh. I, I think Nebraska. Uh, you think Buffalo? You, think you know what? I think Nebraska is going to cover the three and a half. You guys are taking Colorado. I'm taking Colorado. Colorado. Game straight I, up, obviously. Here's and here's why. I think it was week one last week. I think Frost is legit. I think he's a legit coach. I mean, he's what he did at Central Florida is still carrying over to their new coach there. Um, Maybe if he can go out there and quarterback the game, but I don't know about that Martinez kid. I'm not sold. Frost, Give me Colorado all day. Frost was the quarterback for Nebraska in 96 when, when they, they played. split the championship with Michigan. Yeah, and in 96 they played in the Orange Bowl against Virginia Tech, and I saw that game live as a kid, and that dude was doing everything. Um, and I think he's trying to get Martinez on that level. He, he's the, you know, run and gun type of guy, and I think he's eventually going to get there. At least I hope so. He's on my fantasy team. So I'll take the three and a half. I'll take Nebraska to cover. I'm, I'm outnumbered. Are you right. both? I'll double up against Sounds you guys. Like the- double yeah. paper. <laughs> double paper. Double paper. So there you go. Our right. first uh, discussion, you know, we're, we're not going in, uh, you know, that game's at 3.30. Uh, so with that being said, let's go back to the top of the uh, college football slate for week two uh, to talk about our next games. Uh on Friday night, which I think this is interesting, UVA opens the season with two Friday night games. They had a Friday night game against Pitt. They that looked, was a Saturday night. 
No, you Oh, you're right. That was Saturday night. My, I was at a mistake. fantasy football draft. You're right. I apologize. You're right. Again, by that time on Saturday. <laughs> Were you face down at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you the story. My, my wife came down at about 8, 9 o'clock, and she saw me face down on the uh, living room floor. Uh, anyways, she woke me up and told me to go to bed that <laughs> my day was done for college football. So I didn't even see the late night games on Saturday, but um, it was fun. I had a fun time. Uh, but anyways, UVA and Wareham and Mary. Wareham and Mary goes to UVA. Again, that pit win wasn't as impressive as it looked. UVA is 35-and-a-half favorites against Wareham and Mary, the tribe. Well, I think you had a perfect intro. Uh, you need to drink responsibly. Most, <laughs> most kids going to these two schools do drink responsibly. They don't know how to party that much at UVA or uh, no. Wareham and Mary. Hey, it was, um, in the, it was in the confinements of my own safe house. Yeah, you're fine. I was very responsible. How about the tribe? William and Mary tribe. I mean, I, they've had some good years. I don't know what they're like this year, really. But, I mean, that's a big number. It's a big number for UVA to cover. Yeah. And now UVA was just outside the top 25 in votes for week two polls. But, again, there's a lot of hype on UVA. I said they're underrated. I don't think they're going to meet that hype, even though they won. I do think they will cover 35 and a half against I'll the tribe. I'll take that bet against you right there. I'll, I'll take the tribe. You take the tribe? Okay. Yeah. All right. Double paper again. Jameson going big this <laughs> week. Jameson, you might need to take out a second mortgage. Hey, this, hey here's the deal. <laughs> that was 35 and a half. If UVA covers, great. I win five bucks. If UVA doesn't cover and by some chance loses, you win $10. great. Yeah, I win 10 bucks. And if they don't cover or even better lose, great, because I despise that university. So hey, Was that 35 and a half points? 35 and a half. Perfect. Anyway, if anyone's interested, you can get a ticket to Scott Stadium Friday night for six bucks. <laughs> wear your tie. <laughs> I don't want to get all. Tri- yeah, got it. You got to wear a bow tie right, to get admitted. I, wait, so, one more thing. Here, one man. more thing about UVA. Did you hear about this? Congratulations to the national championship for the Virginia the Tech UVA game at the end of the year. The university has decided not to open up ticket sales for that game to the general public in order to refrain Hokie fans from being at the game. So, in order to get tickets at that UVA game. Lord knows they have plenty of them because they never sell out. It's, a, it's not a strong fan base. Uh, you have to be a UVA donor or a season ticket holder to get a ticket. That's just baffling to me. But well, anyways. So be it. So be Whatever. It. Get on stuff. UVA, on. set in an empty stadium for every game possible, even in your in-state rival. I don't care. Uh, next game, Marshall at Boise State. Boise with the big win over Florida State. That young quarterback looked strong. I think Florida State – did a lot of mental errors in the second half of that game to blow it, but uh, Boise's favored by 12. Albertson Stadium, blue turf. I was out there for a work trip last October. It's a pretty cool place. Boise is a beautiful town. Really liked it. Anyway, I think I'm going to pass on this game. I think Boise's going to come come in on a high. And Marshall, I mean, they're somewhat talented. Um, kind of. I don't know. Do you all know anything about Marshall? I don't know shit. Um... They won last week. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I don't but only this. a twelve point. I don't know. Do you all? What do y'all think about this game? Maybe I, I, you all can I, talk me I, into I, taking some. I don't really know. I, um, I, I I think Boise were cover simply because they had a big win at, at Florida State and that quarterback looks legit. Um, he's young, but he looks legit, and it's Marshall. So at home, I, I mean, if somebody wants to take it, I'll take Boise State to cover that. No, I'm not going to take. That. I'll pass. All right, no action. Uh, I think we're all pretty comfortable in Boise State to cover that, though. So maybe that will be our team lock of the week. I don't know. <laughs> Next game, Cincinnati at the Ohio State University. I know Phil hates the, but uh, <coughs> 16. Me. It's the most arrogant thing in the world, trying oh, to trademark that fucking us. word. 
Okay. 16-point favorites. Tell you what, Justin Fields did look really good, I thought, last year. He against, he surprised me. Yeah, I mean, against, against some subpar competition, of course, but he came in there and he kind of he got the job done as far as what he needed to do. And you guys know me. I, I hope he fails at every step of the way. Um, but I was impressed with that, and I was impressed with the, uh, the Bearcats last week, too. Um, they kind of – I thought that game was going to be a little closer than it was. Well, the, you're talking about the Cincinnati-UCLA game? UCLA game? Yeah. Well, the thing, let's touch on that for a second because I, I came out of that game convinced of a couple of things. I think Cincinnati's pretty good. The other thing I came out of that convinced of is the UCLA quarterback, what is it, he goes by DTR, has the inability to complete a forward pass. And in – Chip Kelly, this quarterback whisperer, whatever the hell. I don't know. I was high on UCLA last week, and I got burned on it. So, um, anyway, DTR. So, do you think that was a Cincinnati performance or a lack of UCLA? Just watching the guys step back and attempt to throw the ball was sickening. Okay. Anybody? We got action? (laughs) I'll take uh, Cincinnati in the points just so I can root against OSU and maybe win twice. So, so do we have paper? I don't know yet. I haven't. I'm I'm not taking action on it. You, you're taking Cincinnati to cover 16? Yeah, I was thinking about two taking... Touchdowns. I'll I, I was, two touchdowns. I was touchdowns. I was thinking about taking Cincinnati, but I will go... It's in the horseshoe. Yeah, I, 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 I think Cincinnati has some athletes. I, I think so, too. I'm not going to... It wouldn't surprise... Let me say this. They're going to pressure the, Justin Fields. The only reason I decided to go ahead and steps. take this game is because I love to gamble. Yep. It me would too. not... Let me say this. It would not surprise me if Cincinnati wins that game. And I'm taking. Oh, I'd love to see that. Even though you're taking Ohio State, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. That's a degenerate bet if I've ever heard of one. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's what this that's what this show is all about, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you know, maybe that's an upset watch too. I doubt it. But they might. They're going to pressure Justin Fields a little bit more than the Zips did. I'll tell you that they're going to they're going to make him work for it a little bit more. Oh yeah. All right, Phil. Winner of last week. It's about time to talk about your game. Also, is this game at noon as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, noon kick. Michigan Wolverines. They, they welcome Army to town. Uh, the Wolverines are favored by 22 and a half. You know, I never like welcoming Army to town. Um, all those service academies, in my opinion, they're the best out of all of them. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, they're always tough to prepare for. And... I was a little upset with kind of Michigan just taking care of the ball last week. Their defense played really well. They had two turnovers that kind of, kind of led to easy touchdowns. Um, but it was nice seeing kind of their new their new spread and space offense kind of running through that. And I think Shea Patterson will do that. I would have a hard time saying that Michigan's going to cover this game, though. I would agree. You know, you think about last year when Army went into Oklahoma and took Oklahoma to overtime. Now, Michigan's defense is a hell of a lot better than Oklahoma's defense, or air. I mean, however you want to say it. Um, I mean, I would pick Army to cover this. Wow. So, it's you, you think both are, both of you all think Army can cover, well, but... I, I think for the sake of gambling, Stein gave me the last one. I'll give him this one. Okay. You want to do that? I'll, I'll go Michigan covering that, what, 22 and a half? Man, we're not even. We just like to bat. Yeah, we're not <laughs> That's even. All it is. We're not even inebriated at this uh, point, and we're firing out five dollar bets like it's nothing. It's like you go to sit on the can in the morning. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, so Michigan. I think. I think you, you think Army could potentially cover Phil, but being the Michigan fan you are, oh, you're man. taking the Wolverines to cover uh, twenty two and a half against Army. Ar- remember, Army put up 
a fight against Oklahoma last year? Oh, yeah, that's that's what I was yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought that's the game you were talking about. I, I'm, I was reading some other stuff when you were talking about that. I apologize. But, yeah, that was crazy. So, you're right. Um, you know what? I'm going to take – I'll jump in on that. Will you double up on that? Sure, why not? All right. I'll take Army to cover 22 and a half So, as well. with that being said, then all I have to say is everybody that has gone to Army or in the Army, thank you very much for your service. Absolutely. But I hope they get that ass beat this weekend. <laughs> By at Army, least Army's going to slow the game down. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually a fairly low-scoring game. All right, your next game we have on our slate uh, for week two of college football at noon, the Syracuse Orangemen, uh, who covered that spread against Liberty. 21 team in the country. Go to Maryland, who won big against Howard. Like 70-something. 79 to nothing. Uh, their transfer quarterback, Maryland's transfer quarterback, Josh Jackson, had a big day, former Virginia Tech quarterback. He is a game manager. I, you know, I used the word great, and you guys were giving me shit about it last week. But yeah. I'm telling you, the guy just knows how to manage a game. He takes care of a football, something that Virginia Tech didn't do. <laughs> and we probably could have used a guy that can man- you take care of the ball. But he's a game manager. I mean, there's a difference between just being you know, dominant athlete and a game manager at that position is huge. What do you all like on that? Maryland's favored by I'm two. Gonna, yeah. Obviously, a lot of money is going Maryland's way at this point in time. I'm going to stay the hell away from this game. I don't want to touch it. I'd be happy to take Maryland in two points any day of the week. You think Maryland's going to beat Syracuse? Absolutely. Syracuse quarterback, what was he last week? DeVito. Well, you would be giving up two points. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm st- yeah. He would eat so yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, picks. you know, and a lot he of people. Might be Danny DeVito's son. We still haven't confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that. DeVito, the quarterback, maybe. Yeah, we discussed that last week. We need to put our research team on that. Yeah, we'll look into it. Um, I, I'll take Syracuse. All right, Syracuse. And Dino's not going to. Dino's going to take. He runs a great offense. You know, they came out slow against Liberty last week, and DeVito did not look like the former quarterback that they've had the last couple of years. What was his name? Uh, do you remember Syracuse? Anyway. Donovan McDungy. Dungy. Eric Dungy. He was phenomenal in that Dino offense at Syracuse. DeVito, not so much, but I, I still have hope that Syracuse is probably the only contender in the ACC that will give Clemson somewhat of a scare. So I'll take Syracuse to cover. Perfect. It's paper. Or to, yeah, to cover that for sure. Um, paper. Next game. It's my Hokies. Old Dominion. Oh. <laughs> Comes to Blacksburg. We all we all know. Game. Do you all want to give me shit about last year's game? No, no, you can do it to yourself if you want. So, so let me t- let me just talk about this, and I don't want to spend too much time, even though it's my team. So last year, Virginia Tech has a lot of players that are no longer on the team that was on that team. There was a lot of locker room tension. A lot of players that shouldn't have been in that locker room has gone, has left, and there wasn't a lot of talent as there is now on the Virginia Tech roster. Let me just give you an example. Uh, Former wide receiver Eric Kuma and tight end uh, Cunningham uh, both transferred from Virginia Tech to Old Dominion. Now, if you're going from Virginia Tech to Old Dominion, then you must not have been very talented and shouldn't have been on a Hokie squad to begin with, in my opinion. And just to give you shit, because I, I think it would be funny. I mean, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. right. Well, <laughs> that's true. But Old Dominion did beat us. But, you know, I mean, Lightning's not going to strike twice here. And the other thing, too, so. is there's other players – uh, Bryce Watts, defensive back, he transferred from Tech last year to UNC. He's now in the two deep. He's not even starting over there. Uh, Sean Savoy, who transferred as a wideout from Tech to Maryland, they moved him to defen- defensive back. 
So he's he, actually, I thought he was a fairly decent receiver, too. Well, at Maryland, they thought he was better at defense. So, and then we have linebackers. Dylan Rivers, I love him. He started last year in that game against Old Dominion. He's now in the three deep. He's third string. So, you, you just sense more and more talent coming into Virginia Tech and taking over positions. Um, I think we're way more talented. Against BC, we had five turnovers. That's the only reason we lost that game. We should not have lost. Ryan Willis, if he takes care of the ball, we will be a, a, a strong powerhouse. What so, you talking about, Willis? So, um, and our defense looked good. Our young defense looked good. We have four seniors on this team, and we had a lot of injuries going into that game against BC last week. So Virginia Tech is favored by 28-and-a-half. I think they are covered. I think they're pissed off. I think they're going to hit Old Dominion in the chin. Are you going Although, this weekend? I am going this weekend. I will be there. Um, I'm leaving at 6 in the morning, going to tailgate for a few hours. But um, does anybody want to take that? I think Virginia Tech's going to cover easily. And, and, and a lot of the injuries they had during the BC game early that was kind of the issue to the loss last week is supposedly healthy and ready to come back. And that's including their two starting wideouts, their center and their defensive end who got hurt during that BC game. They're all expected to come back. And I think we're a more talented program. Does anybody want to take that? I, I'm tempted to take it, but then part of me is thinking, well, the players that are – Still on the Virginia Tech team that went into beautiful Norfolk, Virginia. I think that's where Old Dominion is, right? Yeah. And, and got slapped around by the Monarchs. They're going to come out pissed off. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to avoid this game. I don't like this line. 20 and a half? You think anybody, you I'm going to stay away from it, too. All right. Coming from a Hokie, look for a big Hokie win. And if they don't win big... There's some major concerns in Blacksburg. Maybe maybe I don't know shit if that's the case, if that happens. Moving on, though, uh, West Virginia goes to Missouri. Both those teams did not look good. West Virginia pushed against JMU. Uh, the Kelly Bryant error at Missouri. He, he was decent. He was decent, but the team as a whole did not look that strong. Uh, Missouri's favored by 14. It's at Missouri. Do we have any action on that one? Hmm. I think I'm going to stay away from that one, too. This line makes you think a little bit. Interesting. You know, this line makes you think. I mean, because you're not getting a half point on either side. Part of me says Missouri in this one because I think their offense can get hot. But I don't, I mean, West Virginia looked like poo. I mean, West Virginia hasn't been renowned for their defense in the past few years. I got Missouri covering. Simple as that. West Virginia looked terrible uh, offensively. I'll get out. I'm, I agree with you, Jameson. If anything, Missouri. Yeah, now that they have that quarterback who's replacing um, your guy that you liked out of West Virginia. who's Will Greer. A real career. Yeah. Ever since he left, they don't, they don't have a guy out there that can run an offense. I, I think Missouri covers easily. They got more experience at the quarterback position. Simple uh, as that. I don't think we have any action on that game. Let's All right, on. moving on. Uh, kind of a random game, but, you know, South Carolina didn't look too hot. They did not cover. In fact, they lost against UNC last week against the Fighting Mac Browns, as uh, Pat called it. Uh, they're favored, though. South Carolina Gamecocks are favored by 40-and-a-half against Charleston Southern. 40-and-a-half? 40-and-a-half. Does Mac I, Brown coach Charleston uh, Southern? No, Mac That's Brown. That's a good thing for them, at least. <laughs> well, here's the thing, you know. I mean, obviously the SEC is doing what they do. It just means more, so let's play less. Um, so, give me Charleston Southern. Mm. Any any takers? I'll take Charleston Southern. I, if I have 40 and a half points. I can't, my right mind, think that South Carolina will cover that <laughs> after they look like shit. No, nah, I don't think so either. I just don't know enough. Feaster, the running back transfer out of Clemson that's now at South Carolina, did not put up the numbers. I thought he would. I'm going to stay away from that game as well. So, uh, a little let, cold streak. we got to pick it back up, boys. 
Yeah, for sure. So, you know, that, that we're going to conclude our first segment here. Uh, we're going to come back with you with our second segment and wrap up week two games. Uh, we still have uh, a lot of good big-name games coming up. So we'll be right back here on Cover 3U. Okay, we're back here at Cover 3U, the college football degenerates. Next game, guys, for week two, Vanderbilt, that terrific baseball school we were talking about. Goes to Purdue, the Boilermakers. Purdue is favored by 17. I didn't watch – I remember watching Purdue. No, they're favored by seven. Oh, seven. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Seven. Interesting. Um, Purdue lost to Nevada on a late kick. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Nevada's it, no joke, though. They're pretty good. I mean, they're already – ever since – I don't want to get in on Kaepernick, but, you know, when Kaepernick was there, he kind of started this Nevada run. Um, in basketball, too, they've been doing well, pretty well. You were the talking Wolfpack. about Virginia Tech had five turnovers. I'm pretty sure Purdue did as well. Yeah, you, you can't win a football game with five turnovers. I mean, and Virginia, Virginia Tech lost by a touchdown with five turnovers. Purdue lost on a field goal mm-hmm. with five turnovers. I mean, you know, so that that's something that can be easily fixed in college football. Would you agree? So, I mean, you can't – got to take that game with a grain of salt when it you have that many turnovers. as long as you throw it to the correct team. <laughs> yeah. The only way you're going to beat any team with five turnovers is if you're playing Howard. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Maryland did and beat the snot. We even talked about Howard last week. Yeah, because we talked about the Maryland game. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was a little drunk. Anyways, back to Vandy and Purdue. Purdue's favored by seven, even though they lost. And Vanderbilt took it to the chin uh, by Georgia. But I don't think it was as bad as, as we thought uh, it would be against Georgia. Um, it was kind of a slow beat down instead of just a drubbing. But... You know, do we got any action on that? I'll take Purdue in seven points, or and I'll give up seven points. I would do the same thing, actually. You want, you want to get a double against us here, Jameson? Make so you guys have life. Purdue, and we're giving up seven points. Giving you seven. You're taking Vandy to cover. No, we're taking Purdue. You're we're taking, taking Purdue, Purdue to cover. To cover. I'm gonna stay away from it. Right. I, I don't think Purdue Vanderbilt. I don't think Vanderbilt has figured out an identity ever since James Franklin has left. I think the only time that Vanderbilt has been good was when Jay Cutler was there or when James Franklin was there. And neither one of them is there now. Uh, they need another face of the program for them to be relative in football. I'm going to stay away from it. I, I think Purdue's got that as well. So you could maybe look at that as being our group lock of the week as well. Um, moving on, Bowling Green. I promise you we're not going to make this a Bowling Green podcast. We spent about 20 minutes on Bowling Green last but year. But I can promise you we will talk about Bowling Green every week that they play. <laughs> we, we have, I think we, Pat and I have a lot of ex- animosity. Yeah, and experience with a lot of their coaching staff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Hokie offensive coordinator Scott Lefter is the head coach. We talked about this. Um, Brian Van Gorder is their defensive coordinator. Sucks you, at everything. And you guys are going to make us lose the three of the seven listeners we have. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> lose half the listeners we have. Yeah. Didn't much. Uh, so Bowling Green's Do playing. Do we have big listenership out of Bowling Green, Kentucky? Can well, we nail that that's down? That's probably where we're at. <laughs> last time I checked, we had nine listeners. I don't think it's worth looking to to see where they come from a geographical standpoint. I'm pretty sure it's within a five-mile radius of where we're sitting right now. But Bowling Green goes to Kansas State. They proved us wrong last week. I think they dropped 40, and they only gave up. What was the final score of that game last week against? Uh, uh, 46-3 to against Morgan State. Yeah. So they, they proved us wrong. How, um, how a defense coached by Brian Van Gorder only gave up three points, whether it be playing against themselves or playing with themselves, 
or whoever. Sounds a little fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Kansas State. Dan Snyder's no longer there at K-State. Who's the head coach there now? Do you know? Uh, Dan Snyder finally retired. Oh, Chris Kleiman. Chris Kleiman. He came from the North Dakota State um, Bison. I think Kansas State's going to cover 23.5. Do you want Bowling Green, Phil? I'll take Bowling Green in 23.5. Do we have paper? Yeah. We have double paper. Double paper? Yeah. You're going Bowling Green, too? No, I'm going Kansas State. I get double. All right. Yeah, I think think Kansas State, well, I just – I'm not – new defensive coordinator, new head coach. It's Bowling Green. I don't think they're going to go to Kansas State. Brian Van Gorder. With or with Kansas State 22 all day. and a half? Yeah. 23, 23 and, a half. and a half. Even better, boys. What did Kansas State do last week? They're 1 and 0. They beat somebody. Uh, they beat Nickel State 49 Oh, well, 14. that doesn't tell us shit. And it tells us a lot that they at least can matriculate the ball up and down the field. <laughs> I'm still surprised you knew that Chris Kleiman was the head coach without looking up anything. <laughs> Yeah, it came, it came from. Uh, I do remember North that hire after. Like an idiot savant of. Uh, I have a lot of useless knowledge. Coaching. I, I wish I could perform this well in my career, but anyway. So we got double paper. Put it on the paper. And next game. Uh, hold on, one quick comment. I, yeah. I don't like to say a lot, but one other reason I bet against K State. I'm sitting here looking. It looks like their quarterback's name is Skyler Thompson. That's a chick's name, buddy. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Skyler? Skyler's a chick's name. Uh, I think I've met one guy, Skyler, before. And I'm uh, Vermont. (laughs) Are you Uh, sure? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We, uh... (laughs) Texas (laughs) A&M, potential game of the week here. Uh, Texas A&M Aggies go to Death Valley at Clemson. Clemson looked like how we expected. Um... Kind of a sluggish start to the game, though, for Clemson. I mean, they they went three and out. Trevor Lawrence threw a couple of picks. He did throw a couple of picks. He threw a pick that probably should have been pick six. It should have been pit six, and it would have helped me fucking cover last week. But he got tackled at the one-yard line. By Trevor Lawrence. And then it was – yeah, by Trevor Lawrence. And then, you know, Clemson's defense rolled out there and did four-down stop on the one-yard line. So, But anyways – Texas A&M looked strong. They played Texas State, the Bobcats. That doesn't tell us much about them, but, you know, Jimbo Fisher seems like – I wish Texas State was the Armadillos. You all remember that old movie with Mm -hmm. Scott Bakula and – Unnecessary Roughness. Sinbad. Unnecessary Roughness. Great movie. Great flick. I did hear Alexis Texas, the porn star, not that I know who that is, (laughs) um, did go and give Texas State a big uh, pump-up speech. No. Is that what they, was, I it guess. A, was it a speech? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Maybe a show? I don't know. But it didn't do the trick as they got <laughs> dropped 41 to 7. As, as, True. As, I'll, I'll just, hold off on additional. Needless to say, we're, we're both in agree. We're all in agreement that this is the true test for both programs. It has a lot of implications on the college football playoff. Who do you guys have? Clemson's I favorite. I got AM covering. Favorite by what? 17 and a half. Wow. It is at Clemson, right? Yeah, it is, uh, I got A and M covering. Simple. I, I think Kellen Mond is going to be running around. You know, Georgia Tech. I mean, they're in a big time transition. You know, Clemson always seems to get all these little breaks that go their way. I have a feeling that uh, the breaks won't necessarily go all their way like they typically do. But in that game, guess? that game in Aggieland last year, when Clemson went to Aggieland last year, it went that down to the field. wire. It went down to the wire. I'd, if it wasn't for Kelly Bryant, they would have lost that game. Yeah, I mean, it's true. So, I, you know, did Trevor. Who are you guys taking? I, 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 I got AM. I think AM can cover. I'm, I'm, 
this is my mentality the same week last week, and it bit me in the ass last week. But that's a, I think Clemson's going to be over-favoring a lot of games because they're so talented, if that makes sense. 17.5 against Texas A&M is a lot. I agree it's a lot. Um, so it's a big game. I feel like I will take you guys on this. And I think Clemson's going to want to go out there and prove we are the unquestioned number one when they go out there. And, and they're going to really – Play the screws on them, I think. Three touchdowns, I'm saying. So, I think I – think, uh, Double Clemson's paper for you? That's, that's a bet. Okay. So, Pat and I have Clemson not have, not covering the 17-and-a-half. We have Texas A&M. And then, Phil, I think that's how it went last week, too. We both had Georgia Tech yep. uh, covering 36. Clemson ended up beating them by 38. Phil was the only one to take Clemson. Keep this Clemson rod going here. And, and Phil was the only one to take Clemson to cover the large spread <coughs> again. Screw um, So, we'll see. Jimbo's experienced against Clemson, too. You know. Alexis, Texas is experienced. Yeah. Next game, Southern <laughs> Miss. Are 18, right? Hey, here, here's, a little <laughs> bit of a, here's a little bit of a rivalry game. Southern Miss, Mississippi State at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's favored by 17. Any, anybody got I didn't watch either one of these teams last week. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of the Mississippi State game, not much, and I was not impressed. I'll just leave it at that. I will... I will take Southern Miss to cover the 17 if anyone wants to take that action. I'm, I'm staying away from this game. I did not watch a lick of either one of these teams last week. They're both 1-0, I can tell you that much. But I don't know jack shit about them. So we're just going to pass? Yeah. The only, all right, so the only in-depth knowledge we give you on that one, folks, is that Pat thinks you know, they weren't very impressive. That is, Mississippi State was not very impressive last week. That's all we got. Moving on. Uh, New Mexico State at Alabama. Bama, 55-and-a-half favorites. Just means more. Let's play less, right? I mean, that's that's what the SEC does at a conference. They don't play anybody. They don't. So Bama does half. not like to play big-time games at a conference. They don't go, and I mentioned this last week, they don't go above the Kentucky-Tennessee border to play a game. They, they ride this horse of we have enough <laughs> challenge in the SEC, therefore we don't have to schedule anybody. But I'm telling you, one of these days, the SEC is not going to be as strong and it's going to bite them in the butt if they lose a game. And but I, think, I, I think we're speaking during that day. I think that day is here. So I, I, I never like to beat it, bet on uh, four or against Alabama. I just, I'm not going to touch it. I think Alabama's going to cover here. I'll take New Mexico State. All right. All right. Pat thinks uh, New Mexico so can hang in there for 55 I'm, and a half. I'm just saying, when I'm looking at these scores from last week, New Mexico State lost by 51 to Washington State. Yeah. I think Alabama's probably a touchdown better than, than Washington State. <laughs> I, I would probably think so, too, but I hate Alabama. So, let's so right. let's, let's run with the Lobos. I think that's who uh, New Mexico State is. Five and a half. All right. The next game we have uh, – <laughs> Poor little old Tennessee. <laughs> the Vols. They they paid to... paid Georgia State almost a million dollars, nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars to come play them in Neyland Stadium, stadium, and they took it to the chin and lost. They paid a million bucks to lose to lose to Georgia State. To Georgia State. Did you see this on Twitter too? In Atlanta, right now as we speak, there is a uh, van driving around the city of Atlanta. It's a big jumbotron that's just showing the Georgia State Tennessee game. Just trolling them. Just just yeah. driving around the city of Atlanta. Really? Yeah, showing highlights of that game. So, poor little Tennessee. I've been there. You've been there, Phil, yep. with Michigan losing to Appalachian State that one year. I've been there. Virginia Tech's taken a couple of big losses against ODU and JMU in the past, but 
Um, I don't think we ever paid him a million dollars to go play us. But who do you guys got? Uh, Tennessee's favored after that somehow against BYU. Now, BYU didn't look that great against Utah. Uh, I think Utah's just that good. I think you're right. I think they are. I think, I think you're right. If that you defense were, is legit. It, we, we don't have Utah on our they list. They got a bunch of the big Samoan guys that just go and – Utah looked good, face. but, you know, this game doesn't involve Utah. But, yeah, we, we may have to highlight that next week. You Look out for Utah, folks. They may make a run in the college football playoff. But BYU took it to the chain against Utah against a much stronger opponent. Tennessee, meanwhile, lost to Georgia State, but yet Tennessee's favorite three and a half. It's at Tennessee again. Um, I'm not sure if people are selling their tickets there for week two, but after last week. But does anybody have action on that? Give me the spread one more time. Three and a half. Tennessee's favorite by three and a half. Yeah, Tennessee's favorite by three and a half. I'll stay away from it. I don't know. They got to be pissed off. I mean, you got to yeah. be pissed they off, but are they talented enough to act on their pissed offness? I'm not. They're Tennessee. They got to have some kind of talent there. BYU. So we don't have any action, but Mormons. I think what we took more about from that game was look out for Utah. But anyways, on poor little Tennessee, you better win this week. Uh, Tulane at Auburn. It's at Auburn. Auburn's favored by 18. Big win for Auburn last week. Um, I think we had action on that game last week. Didn't? Did you guys have action on that game last week? Or no? You stayed away from it. You stayed away from it. Side bet while I was watching it, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. Okay. I Uh, lost that side bet. What did you all think of? uh, I thought the play calls at the end of the game were super interesting. Um, I thought him having that much uh, faith in, what's his name, Bo Nix, the quarterback, yep. freshman quarterback, having that much faith in him to go in there and get the ball downfield and eventually end up scoring the game on a touchdown was incredible. Uh, I agree. Auburn looks like a totally different team than last year and even maybe the year before. I know they had some issues um, there for a couple of seasons, a little consistency issues. They had a lot of injuries at running back last year. But you're right. I think, I think Auburn's legit. I think they're going to cover here. Does anybody want to take Tulane to not lose by 18 points? I can't touch that one. I'm not gonna t- I think Auburn's legit. They looked a lot better. Um, and Auburn defensively, in years past. I mean, they were flying around. I mean, they are uber talented up front on the defensive I, side. I, I feel like that freshman quarterback coming off of that big win, he's going to be confident and come out and probably just play. It play sounds like you guys want to take Auburn. Yeah, I, I want to take Tulane. I want Auburn. I don't want to take Tulane, though. <laughs> I thought you just said that. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. All right, so, you know, the running back, Whitlow, he had 110 yards last week. He averaged 4.6 yards a carry. Like Phil said, the quarterback had terrific play last uh, last game as well. He had a big day. So I think Auburn's legit. We, uh, we all think they're covered. Moving on to the next game. Uh, Nevada goes to Oregon after that that loss against Auburn. Oregon takes on Nevada, uh, who and Oregon's twenty four point favorites. Yeah. So, who do y'all got? Do you have Oregon covering that many points? I, I got Nevada covering there. I do. They went. You know, they beat Purdue last week, and I, I think they're going to be riding a high. They got some confidence. I'll take Nevada to cover if anyone wants to take the action. I'll take that. I'm a big believer in those teams kind of coming back, and they, they need to salvage their season, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, I think they're going to kind of band together in the locker room, us, us push the world, that mentality, um, and blow the doors off Nevada. So I will take that action right there. 
Weren't we talking about Nevada and their performance last week just earlier, a minute ago? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, who did they play last week? Purdue. Yeah. So they, they're coming off that big field goal win. Yep, exactly. Right and high. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at their, their statistics. I think the turnovers is what stood out big. So if they can force turnovers against Oregon like they did last week against Purdue, um, Nevada may have a shot. I'm going to stay away from the game. I'll let you two go at it. Do we have paper? We have some paper here. All right. What was that? Was that spread? <laughs> spread was uh, – <laughs> you don't even know what you're betting. I don't. I'm just like Oregon. Down that, down that ass. 24 and a half. Oh, I didn't know. I have 24. Okay, I like that. Or 24. Yeah, 24. It's 24. So it would be a push if they get 24. I promise. I'll start listening to the spread. All right. Uh, here, Michigan State, I, I talked about them at the beginning of the podcast, how pathetic they looked offensively. And the only reason they won that game is due to their defense scoring touchdowns, their special teams scoring touchdowns. Basically, everybody scored touchdowns except for their offense. Michigan State looked terrible offensively. They are still favored against Western Michigan. Uh, Michigan State's at home, a little bit of a rivalry game. Uh, and what, uh, Michigan State is favored by 16. I have Western Michigan covering just because of how bad the Spartans looked offensively last week. I'm going to stay away from this game. I don't really know why I want to stay away from this game, but I'm going to stay away from it. I like the action. I'll go ahead and take the action. I'll take Michigan State giving 16 points to Western Michigan here. They, I want to tell you, they didn't have one running back average over three yards of carry. Oh, Le'Veon Bell's not there anymore. So you, you think Michigan State's going to cover? I think so. I'll take Western Michigan to keep it 16 or less. I think All Western right. Michigan's a more legit team than what freaking – That's on paper now. What Tulsa was last week. You might be right. Um, and Michigan State, I mean, they won by a few touchdowns, but that was mainly because Tulsa kept turning it over. Moving on, Buffalo, a rising program. They've been to a couple of bowl games the last two years. Kind of a no-name program that's on the rise. Very small school. They go to Penn State, who beat the absolute snot out of Idaho last week. Uh, Penn State's now ranked 15th in the country. Um, that running back, Devin Ford, who Virginia Tech was trying to recruit, ultimately ended, going, ended up going to Penn State. He had a big day. Uh, true freshman. Penn State's favored about 29 and a half. I got it at 30 now. But was maybe it, the Did money it go made. up during this podcast? Yeah, it did. But it w- Somebody put some big money on Penn State. So give me Buffalo. I will take Buffalo in the 29 and a half. We're going to go with the lines that we wrote down prior to the start of this podcast. If anyone wants to give me 29 and a half points, I will take the Bulls. I, I kind of like the Bulls too. Don't get me wrong. Penn State looked legit last week, but I think Buffalo is one of them programs on the rise that not a lot of people know about. I don't think a lot of people know about how well Buffalo has grown as a program oh, yeah. last I mean, year. I mean, it's Buffalo. Don't get me wrong, but I mean – yeah. They're going to bowl games and winning them, and um, they won last week. Are we going with the 29-and-a-half original or the yeah. 30? 29-and-a-half. 29-and-a-half, I'll take it. Double I'm taking paper? it? Times two. Double paper. I, it is one of my goals on this podcast to bet more games than anybody every single week. I, I, I didn't I say I was going to take that bet. I said I like Buffalo. Yeah, I didn't say right. I'll well, take I the bet. I can change this to the times one. No, no, times one. I'm not going to take it. I, I have enough action for the day as it is, but – you have like five games, six games. Eh, more than that. I got six right here on the paper. I'll stay away from this one. I I, I think it's a good pet. So I think it's a good bet for one, Phil. Yeah. I think it's a good bet. I think I like. I'm. I favor Pat on this. You're Buffalo's Buffalo. biggest believers. I thought. Look out, man! If they they beat Robert Morris by thirty-eight to ten, I thought they would win by more than that. 
Last week we were questioning Robert, Robert Morse. Morse. Only one guy, so yeah, we were questioning if they even had a program last last week. So I know they play hoops, and I guess they play football too. But you know, Penn State just looked really strong last week. I'll stay away from it. I'll let you guys go at it. We do have paper on that. Moving on to a unique, probably the ACC game of the week: the Miami Hurricanes, who had a week off after playing that Week Zero game in a ugly football game against Florida. They ended up losing. They go to North Carolina, who had a huge win under uh, Mac Brown's first uh, – well, not his first coaching gig there because this is round <laughs> two, but his uh, first game since being back in the program at North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is the underdog. I thought that was interesting. Um, I guess Miami has more talent for sure. And the turnover chain. And the turnover chain. Don't get me started Jeez. on that crap. So stupid. Turnover towel. Somebody's got that, don't they? Yeah. yeah I did see some video of a guy with a turnover cane where they were, like, <laughs> walking with a cane. I thought that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. But, um, so, Miami, four-and-a-half favorites. I think Miami has a lot more talent. This game is tough to pick, uh, in my opinion. It is a tough spread. It's a tough game. UNC surprised us a little bit. Miami had some really good offensive play calling to start the game. Their offensive line has got off at Miami, but they did a good job spreading the ball to the outside in that Florida game to start the game, and I think that's ultimately why they almost won was their play calling, but it was just too ugly of a matchup. But, I mean, do you have any action, Phil? What do you think? Now, that's one of the things I honestly didn't like about UNC. Even though I had them last week, um, I was skeptical. I watched a good bit of this game. I was skeptical out of their play calling. Uh, they, were, they were first down from – first and goal from inside the, on the eight, I think. And there was just three front plays right up the gut. And that's when I was like, I was pissed at him at that point. So I think I'm going to stay away from this game. Um, yeah, I think. Got to figure out their identity. All right, onward. I mean, I'll take Miami if anybody wants UNC. I don't. I don't. You don't want to take the fighting Mac Browns again? No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think we're really going to find out about Mac Brown this week. Uh, okay, we got only a couple more games left. Let's, uh, I'll tell you what, let's jump up to the late game, Stanford at USC, and then we'll come back to one of the other games of the week. Stanford at USC, USC is favored by just one point. It's a late night game. If you're still awake on the East Coast and you want to watch some football, this should be a great matchup. Who do you guys got? Are you going to make it to this one this week? Probably. Well, I have to drive home from Blacksburg after the Tech game. Actually, my wife will probably drive. and eh, Maybe. We'll see. Personally, I'm going to stay away from this game just because you know, – uh, Let me answer that question a little bit. If, if Tech loses ODU again, absolutely not. I will not make it. I may just give up on this podcast and the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm just telling you all that right now. If Tech loses, I may Are not Are we going to start this podcast up again like when hoops – Maybe. Around? We'll talk about that later. Let's, let's, let's stay on course here. Stanford, USC. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this game just because I feel like I need a little more information about Stanford's quarterback situation at this point. I mean, we know what USC's quarterback situation is. JT Daniels out for the year. Right. Well, yeah, you're right. Out so, for the year. Stanford yeah, he's done. questionable. That Costello kid is questionable. So, I'm gonna stay away from it. I, I think it's I think it's a good game to watch to figure out where these two programs are at right now. So I say watch the game. Don't make any bets. Uh, if you bet, go Stanford. Yeah. And then great. the last game we're gonna cover is the other game of the week up there with Clemson and Texas A&M. We have the LSU Tigers go to the. Uh, Texas Longhorns, and LSU is favored by six, and it's at Texas. And Texas is... I mean, Joe Burrow for LSU. I mean, credit LSU for stepping outside of the typical SEC footprint and actually playing somebody. Um, but Joe Burrow threw five scores last week in a, in a route. Um, LSU's 
super talented. Everyone's saying Texas is back. I, I don't know if I want to go there quite yet. Sam Ellinger's good, but this is another tough line. I, I You know, whoever's setting all these lines out in Vegas, they're making you think. I got Texas. You got Texas? I'd be happy to take that. Uh, You'll take LSU? Yeah, LSU all day. I'll I take think, Texas. I think, I think Sam Ellinger is a quarterback. I think he likes he gets a tendency to want to run too much. Mm-hmm. And I think LSU, with how athletic and talented they are, LSU is talented as that. Let me tell you where it has a lot. I think. And uh, I do love Ed Ozeron. That, that Texas made a statement. If you can grunt and, you know, motivate your team all at the same time, it's a hell of a coach. Have you guys seen that video? Was it him falling at the beach? <laughs> oh, shit. We'll watch that later. <laughs> uh, Texas made a statement in that Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma last year. I think it's the momentum has indeed carry over to this or season. Michigan, when they played Michigan. In the Sugar Bowl last yeah. year? Because Oklahoma played Alabama in the playoff. Michigan got that ass beat by Florida. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. right. You're right. Who did Texas beat? Georgia. Big, Georgia. Thank you. Yeah, that's Gosh. a big game. I do that's a big game. And it's carried over, and I think Texas is, is for real. So I'll take them covering six. Anybody, we got paper. Anybody that is listening, oh, I'm going to write that down, but check out – just Google Ed Ogeron falling. It's one of the funniest things you'll see all week. <laughs> I'm going to do it right out of this podcast. <laughs> so we do have – I have LSU. Uh, and that, and that wraps it up. That, that's a good slate of college football. A little more interesting than I originally was thinking. But with that being said, we're going to wrap it up with Phil giving us his one- to two-minute drill. He was the winner last week. So Phil, the Michigan Wolverine fan, will have one to two minutes to talk about anything he wants to wrap up the podcast. And then we will see you all next week for week three. All right, my two-minute drill this week has to do with not doing nicotine. <laughs> this goes for every type of nicotine, whether it is chew or cigarettes or a jewel. What's um, jewel? Uh, that, that's one of those little vape pen thingies, I think. I know it's big with the kids these days. Anyway, kids, anybody thinking out there, hey, should I try a cigarette? Don't do it. Um, it's a hell of a drug, and once it gets its grimy claws into you, it's hard to get it off of there. Um, anyway, don't do it. I'm happy to report. Hopefully a day and a half right now without a cigarette. We'll see if I can make it through the rest of the evening. Um, I'll try not to stop at the store on the way home. But hopefully next week I'll be happy to report back to you guys after I win again and get another two-minute drill. Uh, maybe I'll go on another PSA about not drinking alcohol next week. We'll see. But <laughs> don't we'll, do that. Yeah, that probably won't happen. Uh, anyway, have a good week. Enjoy the games, guys. And... All right, cover three, cover three, you records another podcast. We'll see you next week.